It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why are we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports. Got Carlos back in the house. Yeah, man. Thank you guys Good for having you, me brother. back. Got a Excited. few things we're going to talk about. Wear, you know? Wearing his A&M colors, hoping for a new coach. <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know. And I'm telling you, they got to do something. Well, we're going to cover the NFL, of course. Uh, give our picks. So stick around till the end of the show. A little college football excitement we had with the Notre Dame game. That was very entertaining. Yeah, so, what do you do? I mean, do you get to keep your job after you only put 10 people on the field for that play? Well, we'll talk about that. That was a tease, Bob. In this industry, we call this a tease. We don't jump right into the discussion. I don't want to think about you and the word tease in the same sentence. <laughs> and then we got uh, a little baseball, a little baseball news. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm going to start off because we don't have our monitors, but this happened a couple weeks ago. I didn't talk about it, but man, don't piss off angry, drunken Bengal fan. Um We've got the video, and we're going to show it on our feed, but dude just gets up. He's drunk. Uh, a lesson in minding your own business. Another fan gets in his face. Oh, no, dude, no, 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 no. That other fan is not getting in his face. That other fan is maybe saying some words. But but close, that, close that, to, that drunken moonshiner went after that guy. Uh, when you get a drunken moonshiner, even if he's handcuffed, don't get close <laughs> enough. Don't get close enough where he can reach you in any shape or form. Yeah, and and I'm sorry for all, for all you fans in Cincinnati. That guy ain't from Cincinnati. He's from <laughs> yeah. someplace where the roads aren't paved. He's from Kentucky, <laughs> which is right down the road. He's he's down from what we used to call the hollers. Yep, yep. Down in, and so we just talked about it. Bob's probably going to put the feet yeah, up Yeah, it's already right been up there. Now. Yep. And no, it's a, I already played it, and now I'm I don't know. I, I love that kind of stuff, man. That dude should sign up for WWE, man. He should. He's got to do something, man. Yeah, we should have like a whole league full of, you know, teams yep. where they have their fans fighting each other, you know, for the right for the. And that's almost as good as I wish. I wish I would have told you before the show. Did you hear about the F-15 jet that crashed? No. Oh, the Marine plane. No, Marine the F-35. Plane. Yeah. Yeah. And it would disappear, and they were asking for the public. They had this guy on that it flew over his house, and he described the sound, and it's literally becoming an, an overnight Another meme, meme yeah. sensation. Uh, Bob, I was thinking maybe you can pull it up sometime. We can use that. If, if you get a chance to see this, just pull up guy describing F-35 <laughs> crash. It is freaking I mean, hilarious. I mean, what – that comedy just writes itself as a Marine yeah. Corps issues a press release. Can you help us find our plane? <laughs> yeah, how do you lose a plane out there? Well, that's what a congressman wrote. They twittered, how in the freak do you lose a plane? I mean. Well, it really speaks speaks volumes to that radar evading stealth technology. That's scary <laughs> if the stuff doesn't, you know. Obviously, we give our military secrets. Oh, our planes don't work in thunderstorms. Yeah. That's good news for the enemy. Anyway, speaking, going back to sports, uh, football, let's go around the NFL. What about that arse whipping? Your, your Miami 
who you predicted would be in the Super Bowl. Yep. And I lost my Super Bowl chances 34 seconds into the season when I took the Jets. But anyway, having said that, wow, what a beatdown. Good God. I, that's like a college score right there. No, that was High worse school. than a college score. You know, the fact that they got to put in, you know, the backup quarterback and they got to tell him that, you know, hey, we're, we're going to take it easy on them at the end. You know, they could have set a record, too, which is kind of crazy to yeah. think about. If they would have scored a field goal, they would have had the, the record. I think it was like 73. I think the yep. record right yeah. now is 73. But they brought in the JV squad yeah. in the fourth quarter and Waddle didn't even play. Yeah, you, they had uh, Chosen cho- – I don't know if you know Robbie Anderson. He changed his name to Chosen Anderson. Yep. Uh, the ch- I guess he's the chosen one in that moment. Yeah. But he, even he scored a touchdown, you know. I mean, I think Mike McDaniel was calling Roger Goodell like halfway through the third quarter going, hey, can we sub in our practice squad? <laughs> can, was, yeah, you know, that was a – I saw the score and I was like, did basketball season start already? Or was that No, a- that was – I mean, talk about an embarrassment – to Sean Payton, yeah, I mean, the you talk about tarnishing your your reputation. We'll go back about three or four tapes. I said, I said that I thought Payton's a little overrated as a coach. I think they gave up way too much for him. And I also said in that show that I thought Denver would be a lottery pick this year, meaning top five. And nothing's changed my mind other than the Bears, who they may get a win, and our favorites. Oh, my God, yeah, that line going into this weekend. The Broncos are going to go on the road to Soldier Field after a 50-point beatdown, and they're a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. (laughs) If you're a Bears fan, how do you feel about your team? Well, I mean, if you're the Bears, you 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 got (laughs) to plaster that up on the chalkboard and say, we are dogs in our own house against a team that just lost by 70 points. Men, can we go out there with a little pride today? Yeah. No, 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 they can't. <laughs> and the biggest thing, too, is like the Denver Broncos, they have their own little turmoil with Sean Payton, you know, talking a little trash, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, who Nathaniel Hackett's probably like, you know, laughing yeah. at him now. But even like in Chicago, they're kind of going through a little bit of turmoil. You know, you have Justin Fields calling out the offensive coordinator, the wide receivers. You know, they, they, there was recently there was a ransack of Soldier Field. Like, you know, people were stealing, you know, actual equipment from the stadium. Yeah, I saw that. Insane. You know, just, you know, for Justin Fields, you know, just go out there, play ball, you know. I guess Justin Fields has proven the point that he can't doesn't like outdoor stadiums and doesn't like the cold or whatever, but that that that's a shit show, and it's kind of funny going full circle going back to Hackett. Maybe Peyton was right because the Jets, the Jets offense is just, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, even with that that scrub, they got a quarterback. They did sign uh, Trevor Simeon. I saw. Yeah, but but here's the thing: we actually, I mean. I don't know if I mentioned it here, but we knew going into the season that that offensive line was suspect. The only thing saving that offensive line going into the season was Aaron Rodgers under center. And you lose Aaron Rodgers, who is going to be your quarterback, your offensive coordinator, and a whole bunch of your, you know, your, your whoopee. No, that, yeah, it's showing exactly. You can't run behind it. You can't do anything behind it. Did you see the jawboning on the sideline? Yeah, all that so, stuff so, is just not a good sign. I'll tell you, the, the, the worst thing is when, you know, one thing about NFL players, especially NFL legends, they're very reticent to call out other professional athletes. And Joe Namath just lit into uh, Zach Wilson's arse, man. Did you hear about that? 
Joe Namath is still alive? Joe Namath and looking good. I think he's had <laughs> some work now. Did you I see am, the man. interview? I, no, I did not see Na- that. Namath just said, I've seen enough. This this guy's terrible. He shouldn't be starting. I guess on the first play I missed it, Zach Wilson fell on his butt not to get sacked. No one even touched him. Nope. Yep. Yep. No and, one touched him. Oh, and Namath, <laughs> and Namath, that's when Namath went off. He just, just – he said, "After that play, I've seen enough. Just, the guy's got to go." Yeah, so it was a, a a bad weekend. Though worst weekend, you're a if you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when, when you all texted me to come in, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a really rough one." I'm just gonna sit and, over here on this. Side. them Cowboys. Well, and and, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back a little bit of my comments. I didn't realize that McCarthy ain't calling all that well inside the red zone. Gets up to the twenty, advances the ball, and once it gets inside the twenty, bleh. yeah, that's I'm, been a perpetual ten-year problem for the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, there was a very crucial moment, like somewhat, you know, halfway into the third quarter. They're kind of close to the red zone, or they're in the red zone. It's a fourth and three. Instead of just kicking the easy field goal, you make it. I think it was going to be like it was a six-point game at that point. It's three points. Instead, they, you know, don't get the conversion. They give the ball to the Cardinals. The Cardinals end up going and scoring a field goal on that drive. Now it's a, instead of a three-point game, it's a nine-point game. And that's just my classic Mike McCarthy giving in to the Dallas Cowboys mantra of, like, you know, we got to win these games. We got to win these games. You just got to, you know, just take the points. Your, your defense isn't, at that point, the defense is getting ran over all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that by was the, the only Cardinals. Thing. By the Cardinals. Exactly. You know. <laughs> but you know, Mike, you just got to kick the field goal. We've seen him. I've seen him do this like the last couple of years. Very questionable calls. Yeah. And it's just, what are you doing in that moment? I just feel like that's his ego. And he just has to be this super offensive guru that everybody thinks that we all think he is, but he's really not. He's been hiding behind Aaron Rodgers for like 15 years in Green Bay. But I've always felt, and I, I'm a big proponent of. When you're on the road, you take the points. Take whatever points you can get on the road, uh, especially be it field goals, you know. But it's it's typical Cowboys. When are they going to start blaming the loss on losing? Who was the defensive back they lost? Trayvon Diggs. That was the uh, most uh, Cowboys but, but, but loss I always, ever. I always love the Cowboy fans, and I'm surprised I haven't heard it yet. Well, if Diggs had played, they would have won or – you know, they, Quite they, possibly, but you could, you can only play with they, the players you have on the roster. I'm saying yeah. that's that the Cowboys always revert back to if so and so had played, they would have won, which is amusing yeah, because you do play with what you though, have on the roster. I mean, I mean, segueing into really interesting fourth down calls. What about that Chargers call fourth down and short to go in your own side? You don't make it, and you get bailed out <laughs> by Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Well, the reason you do that is because of Kirk Cousins. I was telling Bob, 375 yards, three touchdowns, yeah, he, and he loses. He's, yeah, he's been playing he, out of, of the realm of what we think Kirk Cousins is. We always say Kirk Cousins is like this game manager, but no, he's been slinging I don't. Yeah, I don't. He's, he's been slinging it around, and I just felt like at the end, he just they had a timeout. They should have used the timeout, gathered themselves, but that was just a bad throw from Kurt on the I've, end. I've been incredibly consistent on Kurt Cousins. Yeah, he's going to play good for three and a half quarters. And he's going to rip your heart out and, and to lose. show it to you. Yeah, it's just yeah, incredible. I, I'm over the guy. He's leading the league in passing in 0-3. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
essentially the Tony The Bengals answered some uh, questions. Hard-fought, ugly victory against L.A., you know. I actually think L.A.'s going to beat Baltimore this week, but um, – yeah, ma- maybe the Rams aren't as bad as I thought they were going to be going into the season. A, you had said they got a lot of young players that seem hungry and motivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, what we're talking about for the Rams is they've been cleaning house over the last couple of years. They're getting rid of a lot of their big-name players, and they don't have maybe necessarily a cap space to pay some of these guys. So a lot of the guys that are playing for them right now are in their rookie year or their second year, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's great for the Rams because they've always done very well with late-round draft picks, yeah. and they develop them, and they trade them for more assets for better players. So it's something that Sean McVay has kind of done for quite a while, uh, the organization. But, yeah, a lot of young players finally getting a chance to play, yeah. and, you know, they're playing very well. And, uh, you know, Burroughs dropped back, I think, 49 times. Jamar had a big game. So maybe they're on the right track. Speaking of a team that snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, what about New Orleans and Green Bay game? Wow. Wow. Very much wow. I mean, New Orleans had that thing in hand and then just Yeah, just I think when a car went down, it just kind of changed the whole dynamics of the game. Yeah, and obviously. For me really it was just you think about in the off season, you know, the Broncos traded for Will Lutz, who was the kicker for the Saints for a very long time. Now they don't have him. You know, they got a young kid on the road kicking, so it, you know, it makes sense just I felt like the kickers were kicking on Sunday very well and then they I saw that and it was just like, oh, those are the kickers we know about, but now it's Jameis Winston. Can Jameis Winston do enough to possibly end up in New York? Uh, I mean, anybody would you rather could... have Jameis Winston or Trevor Simeon right now, or Zach Wilson? Is I guess what I would ask. I mean, I prob- probably. You know, Am I serving right? crab legs for dinner? <laughs> oh, I'm sure we can get that on the East Coast. I mean, <laughs> Jameis can bring it with him. Yep, he can bring this, those W's with him, you know. But I, I just think that I mean, could be. He, a, he's, a, he's another interception-prone quarterback, though, and weak offensive line. I, I'm with Namath. They have to do something. I, I, I just don't know what they I, do. I just think, like, offense. you know, I looked at Geno. Remember, we we kind of wrote off Geno. I mean, we kind of see Jameis as this highly talented player, somewhat still, and I think – I think he'd be an upgrade over Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon. I, I don't think you're going to find someone better. Jameis at least will be able to throw it. He, he, we don't know I who mean, he's going to throw it to. You don't, you don't know session, the status of car, though, yeah. so you still need yeah, it. And, and, yeah, and I mean, it's a, it's a, real, it's a, really, good, it's a really good thought process. My, my worry for anywhere Jameis goes, I mean, one of the things that, that got Geno reinvigorated was that staff there. Yeah. And – and giving He's him the opportunity to succeed. Yeah. Is Jameis going to have a situation where he can have somebody that can be a quarterback whisperer? Because I think absent that, I think Jameis just being Jameis, I don't think he's going to be successful. Yeah, I mean, I just think we're talking about scenarios that are unrealistic as long as teams are in contention, so play, yeah. like New Orleans, like Denver, like the Cowboys. And the problem is, by the team time they start fielding calls for for quarterbacks, uh, the Jet season's lost. Season, uh, yeah, it's a lost season for him. I mean, there's no getting around it. Um, yep. What else went on this weekend in football that was interesting? Uh, Taylor Swift 
and the oh, yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they obviously they beat down the Bears, but um, once I saw that Taylor Swift was going to be at the game, I knew it was going to be a guaranteed Travis Kelsey touchdown. And there's a rumor that she'll be there on Sunday night when the not so good Jets go against the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> you know, I don't mind if we're being punked by all this. That this is a total send up. This is part of Taylor Swift's like it's media blast with her documentary and everything else going on, and the Travis Kelsey brothers po- or the Kelsey brothers podcast. I think we might be punked, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, there's a little suspicion. You know, his jersey sales have gone up. He's got like I don't yeah. know how many different new followers. And tra- uh, Taylor Swift is a apparently a renowned uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan. Well, to me, it's kind of the um, Dennis Rodman effect. He was, he was really not known or flamboyant or out there or selling yeah, jerseys. He's really, like a rock star. And now, then when he know. dated Madonna, she she said, basically, hey, the, the way you make it in this world is market yourself. And shortly thereafter, that's when he started with the colored hair, the tattoos, the outrageous behavior. So. And you know who's winning in this? Mama Kelsey. Oh, Mama Kelsey! Imagine you're, you're just at the, the the game, and you know Taylor Swift sits right next to you. I mean, you know we're all Taylor Swift fans, whether we know it or not. We know the song. I wouldn't know the lady like if she hit me across the face. Yes, she would. <laughs> uh, she's pretty tall. She would. She would, yeah. She she'd yeah. make you feel pretty inferior for sure. I'm not gonna say anything negative because I might lose viewers. Yep, we might lose some Swifties out there. I yeah, want no that. Worries. I love Taylor Swift. Come out wherever you are. Come to every game. It's good for the NFL. Yeah, though I they I, said they did say that. I'm sorry to interrupt, Bob. No, go ahead. They did say that uh, the viewership was down in all areas except for women between the ages of 18 and 40 or something. Yeah. So See, that's the that's the other thing the, about. The, I think we might getting be be getting played. I think Kelsey is in cahoots with Goodell. And Taylor Swift to bring more oh, fans you, to, to you, the NFL. You know they love this. Yeah. You know, Goodell's probably saying, hey, whatever I, whatever I yeah, need to do to make this. have never been better. Yeah, whatever <laughs> I need to do to make this relationship work, you know. Though I am going to say this. Apparently this all started when Kelsey made the comment, you know, I saw Taylor Swift rock Arrowhead. Taylor, come, come see me rock Arrowhead. Jennifer Lawrence, I saw you rock Pan Am. Come to our studio and see how we rock this studio. That's right. Who do I like? See, I get to go back because I'm dated. Who was the girl in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Um, uh, Phoebe Cates? Still love Phoebe Cates. Phoebe okay. Cates, if you're listening, come on. Grab a, sorry, Carlos, you're out. Phoebe Cates, you're in. Hey, for you, Phoebe, anything. <laughs> okay. That's how old I am. So moving on, moving on. Moving on, uh, did you watch the uh, Ohio State Notre Dame game? Yes, yes, I did. Did you watch Brian? Did, uh, Brian, uh, God, Ryan Day. Did you watch Ryan Day go off at the end of the at the end with the interview about Lou Holtz and screaming? Lou. No, I did. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, yeah. man, did you see that? No, I didn't. I guess Lou Holtz has called out Ohio State for their toughness, and and Ryan Day just went berserk during the interview. After the game, saying calling out Lou Holtz, and I guess there's a big to do, but you know they they pulled it off. I'm not. I'm still not being a Buckeye through and through. I'm still not convinced that we can beat Michigan this season. I think Michigan's just overloaded with their quarterback and running back, and just a talented defense. But hey, we we pulled out a win on the road, and it was a great game. 
Yeah, it really was, you know. Um, just old school, just smash mouth, up yeah. and down, you know, it was great. It was just a great game to watch. And, you know, if not for a couple of miscues, you know. Typical. Yeah. You know, Notre Dame reminds me a lot of the Cowboys. They they yeah, always find in, they always find interesting ways to lose close football games. Yeah, it's thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> Did you watch the game, Bob? No. Yeah, no. It was, it was entertaining. No. Uh, yeah. it, I will probably watch the Notre Dame uh, Duke game. Yeah, that Saturday was going to be, night. I think, a little bit better than it has been in years past. You know, yeah, who would have thought we'd be talking about Duke football? Duke football made an appearance. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know, uh, but yeah, you know, there was a lot of really good college games. There's a lot of blowouts. Unfortunately, I know, uh, you know, UTSA got blown out by Tennessee, but the blowout, you know, I kind of wanted to ask you guys about was Oregon, Colorado. You know, Dion prime time. Yeah, they go in. I think the I think the little little taste of reality. Yeah, really, you I know. Time time to get brought down to earth and realize why you were one in thirteen last year. But well, one in eleven, one in eleven. But yeah. I mean, but I mean, you can't understate what he's done to the program. It's just now we now we see where they're at compared to comparable competition. Yeah. Within yeah. that conference, and yep. it's it's obvious they're a good team, but they got a long way to go. Yep, very true, very true. But um, yeah, yeah. And then now they got a um, USC this week, so can't get any easier. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, Sanders versus Rice part. I don't even know what at this point because you know uh, obviously Dion has his kids playing on the team, but yeah. Jerry Rice has his son playing for USC, so they're. Shiloh and him will meet at some point. They'll cover each other, and I think that'll be really fun to watch, you know. It'll be fun to watch the old heads kids out there yep. running around playing against each other. Uh, like I mean, USC is favored by 21 and a half. I would, I'd, I'd, oh, yeah, I'd, probably, yeah. I'd probably take that to cover. Are they at home, really? USC? Uh, yeah, no. USC is at home, I believe. Nope. It's in Colorado. Oh, it's at really? Boulder. I'd still probably take. It's up at USC. altitude. I mean, USC, their quarterbacks. He's he's a beast. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Bob, you should move to Vegas. Yeah. And I'm better than a monkey. Forego your porn star career and just be a professional handicapper. You're nine and one, and I've given you two extra points because twice you've taken, taken the dog for the outright win. Yeah, nine and one. I'm four and four. Um, Carlos, we're here. Basically, even from last week. Yeah. Let's go over. Uh, so you guys want to do some picks? Going yeah. Into Let's do it. Yeah, we got the Thursday night game so tonight. You probably don't want to hear what we have to say, but listen to what Bob picks because he's yeah, we'll see. nine and one <laughs> against the spread. Tonight, Lions on the road in Green Bay, favored by two. It was one and a half when I got it. I already booked the Lions. Lions win that game. I'm not totally convinced that Jordan Love. Won't have a a meltdown at some point. He played okay. Yeah, that was more the Jordan Love against New Orleans that I expected to see, and I expect more of the same. Give me Detroit. Give me the. I booked it a one and a half, but I'll still take Detroit minus two on the road. Yeah, same here. You know, Jared Goff's playing really well right now at a high level. Uh, the Packers still missing a lot of key players. They could be back on Thursday. I'm not sure. How much they're going to play is a question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's going to be Jordan Love right now. He just 
he looks a little off, and then now adding new guys, I don't know if that's going to make it any much better right now. The Lions have to win this game. I mean, for for organizational Safety, respect, yeah. they have to win this game. If they if they lose this game, it's going to be a middling season for them. I mean, it's it's a division that is right now in their hands to win. Yeah. If they win this game, I think they're in the driver's seat because the Bears ain't doing squat. You, Vikings you put are, down the Packers. The Vikings are going to do Viking things. I mean, Minnesota will, will, will make a run, but it's probably too late at 0-3. Yeah. Your chances of making the playoffs at 0-3 start are, are pretty much nil yeah. in this league. Okay, so, so we're all in agreement on that one. And okay. And then we got a Sunday morning game, don't we? Yeah, out in London. Did, the, only, the only thing interesting about this game is the Toy Story simulcast on Disney+. Plus. That is the only thing that's going to make me watch this game. You're not going to order up some fish and chips in the morning? and No, because I don't like fish. <laughs> I, I, I don't like fish, and we shouldn't be exporting like football to England. We should be exporting <laughs> dentists and competent dental care. <laughs> Maybe some uh, English teachers, you know. That's that's a bridge too far. <laughs> bridge the land the land of Shakespeare. Land of Shakespeare. You know, there's some there's some English villages where they have a community tooth. They just share it and yeah. On the day. There we go. Okay, so the line on this one is Jacksonville's favored by three, and they are playing. In Wembley Stadium. The Jaguars are listed as the home team. <laughs> who yeah. cares? And they're 0-3 in Wembley Stadium, by the way. Ooh, I did not know that. Uh, who are they I playing really again? I don't care. The, the Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> no, I love me my Falcons. Um, their defense, you know, they, they stole a lot of my ex-Bengal guys. Yeah. And uh, their quarterback is, again, he's, he's a guy, oh, boy, he drives me nuts. Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I, uh, you know, given the fact that for some reason Jacksonville doesn't like Wembley Stadium, give me the Falcons in plus three. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, plus three. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to have to go the other route. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going to say they break this Wembley curse. Um, the, the biggest thing for me is they're coming off a really bad loss to the Houston Texans. That was a game they probably mm-hmm. should have won. Um, I expect Trevor Lawrence to bounce back. They need to get Calvin Ridley more involved. They need to do what they kind of, the, the Bengals and Joe Burrow did and just start force-feeding him the ball. I mean, yeah. he just, you know, we've waited all this time to get him on the field, and, you know, now you're I not going to throw to him. Yeah. No, I agree. Can I bet on the alien creatures that they plucked out of the – out of the game in Toy Story because I really don't want to have to pick this so, game. So tell me your whole Toy Story thing again. What's so going? what they're going to do is is, that, is they're going to yeah. be tracking all the players in real time and mapping their movements and everything onto animated characters playing on a field in Andy's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it is the – seriously, if this game wasn't done that way and you played it in my backyard, I'm closing the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it just gives, like, an excitement. I know they did very well with that Nickelodeon slime yeah. game the mm-hmm. last couple of years. So, so yeah. But see, so, it worked. It drew you in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, 
you know, I think it's something too. Yes. Like you know, maybe the kids will be up that early, and you know, you're watching the game, and they don't yeah. know you're watching the game type of thing. So you now know? we're getting the NFL um, genius. We're getting the the kid demographic. Yeah, from, starting them young. From, from you know? three, Swifties, yeah, from three to ten, the Swifties. Yeah. So get give me give me the Jaguars. I'll lay the points. Okay. Like, and then our Sunday night game. Sunday night um, game. This is this is gonna be a barn burner. A barn Chiefs. Burner. Chiefs Ooh. on the road against. <clears throat> The Jets, the Jets. The so, Jets. what are the odds that Simeon plays at some point in this game? <laughs> I actually got some breaking news. What? The Jets have reached out to Joe Namath to see if he's available. <laughs> Him and his walker. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, Chiefs are favored by nine and a half on the road in MetLife Stadium. Well, I'm going to follow the same premise I told you all last week. If a team's getting close to double-digit points and they have no offense, take the other side. If they're getting double-digit points and they're capable of scoring, take the points. So, having said that philosophy, give me the Chiefs, and I'll I'll give the nine and a half. Same, same, you know, just same. I... One of I don't know exactly what the stat is, but Mahomes and the Chiefs aren't really good about covering lines. That's true. I mean, historically, and I thought about they, that. They, they are definitely a team, and I think this is one of those games where they're just going to go. We just need to go in and get the job done. We don't need to humiliate anybody. I think there's maybe a a, a late cover on this. Give me the Jets and the points. <laughs> not not the Jets to win outright yeah, at all. Yeah. I'm not going out on that. But see, you, you forgot about the Swifty effect. So you know, yeah, Kelsey's probably going to score three touchdowns, I'm, and I'm he, he's going to play hard yeah. for his new girlfriend. He's okay. I'm not going to go with. I'm not going to follow that comment about how he's going to play. Okay, our final game, the Monday night game. This is a pick'em game, gentlemen. The Seahawks going west to east to play the Giants at MetLife Stadium. It's a pick'em. And I have no idea. Yeah, New York's getting a lot of love so far in these, you know, Sunday night games, Monday night games. You know, I feel like we're, yeah. we're constantly at MetLife. But, um, you know, I'm going to start it off. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks on offense right now, they're clicking. Gina looks good. Kenneth Walker is running really well, you know. They haven't even gotten Jackson Smith and Jigba involved, and I think this could be a potentially a game where he scores too. Uh, but the Giants have just looked horrible on offense. They've looked horrible on defense. Well, one quarter against the Cardinals, they looked okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> and the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, in essence, in essence, too, you know, I'm not sure if Saquon will play. You know, and you know, even with Saquon, I'm still taking the Seahawks. I don't know what the uh, over-under for points is. 47 and a half, which is kind of high. Yeah, it Seems high to me. Um, yeah, give me the Seahawks. Um, the problem with the Giants for me, you know my feelings on Daniel Jones. When I when I bet the Giants, he, he shits the bed. When I bet against him, he, he plays like a Super Bowl quarterback. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping he, he channels Zach Wilson in New York and uh, – Lays an egg. Give me Seattle to cover in a pick'em. Hope is not a strategy. I'm going to go with the Giants at home. I, I, I kind of don't like the Seahawks. I never have liked the Seahawks. Being a 49ers fan, I have to not like the Seahawks. I think they're a bunch of thugs. Even though Carroll's a good coach, and 
done some good things with Gino. I just don't. Yeah, I can't. I don't like that west to east travel for a team that I really think is in the middle of the league. So uh, give me the Giants at home. Okay, and and kind of ironically, didn't Gino used to play for the Giants? Uh, he might have been there for about a week or two, but it was really mostly oh, it was the, the Jets. I'm it was sorry, the, the Jets. Jets, yeah. He was I think he Jets. was a backup for the Giants Gino and at the Jets. some point. You know, might have been. Probably gave him a call or something. Yeah. So there we go, man. Yeah, yeah. that's all so, we have. So that's the week. So yeah. apparently I'm I'm going I'm going against you guys, it looks like, a little bit on this one. But you're not picking anyone outright. No, no. It's a well, – I mean, the – I I mean, the, the Lions are going to win that game against the Packers. Yeah. So, guys, if you're the out Chiefs there, will win outright, but yeah. they're not going to cover. If Who you're out cares? there, you might want to uh, write down Bob's picks. He's nine and one against the spread. So this may be the, this may be the week I lay the egg. You never know. Well, one thing we don't do on this show is lay eggs, but we do everything else. Hit that like and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Until then, O H I O.